0: Yeah, it's Biafra radio time. Hi, everybody. It's that time of the day again, and I am here with, uh, well, what I'll say is uh, for now my favorite part of the week you must all forgive me for recording out in the open and um, the background noises yes forgive me for the background noises but this is the best we can do for now whilst we prepare for a full-fledged studio i must say that we will have to or need to light a candle for our abducted uh, compatriots Namdekanu whose uh, abduction in Kenya sometime last week is uh, making the news. Yeah, it's in the news as it's been something of great concern to I and a lot of my other fellows. Yeah, my brethren around here. So having said that, we will, we must continue our broadcast for the day. So fellas, please, our brethren, light a candle for our brother nam it's very important that you we do so we pray that the good lord help him out of these trying times in jesus holy name amen now we move on to a segment uh yes we continue with our broadcast and in the following segment we have uh what altam a very very important aspect of our area of our world today we're talking about the uh, uh internet of things artificial intelligence and uh how it impinges on our lives as uh, human beings now we've got this uh some time back i was listening to elon musk on i was yes i was listening to elon musk on like youtube yeah it was youtube and he was disturbed about a number of things that had to do with artificial intelligence I believe that Elon Musk's fear is justified but his approach isn't. The threat of artificial intelligence was mentioned in the Holy Bible which happens to be the source of all wholesome wisdom. AI in recent times has been linked to the Antichrist and has been strongly rumored to be its source. All the devil and his agents who happen to be the ones we've been looking over our shoulders for will do is to take over our machines and your programs. Only the Holy Bible, the word of God can counter the threat of the Antichrist as artificial intelligence on chaperone promises to be in the future yes artificial intelligence on chaperone promises to be the antichrist in the future the holy spirit has led me to suggest writing computer programs with the holy bible coded into them this is the only sure way to outwit scary ai algorithms today the program will just get to the word of god who made all things including ai as a subject matter and stop I'm surprised that wise guy Elon Musk didn't have the answer this time around. I thought he did. This is where I believe I and the spirit of God take over technology. Now, that is uh, that is where we are, where where AI is concerned today. We hope to continue with uh, our program or this episode of uh, the Biafra Radio Biafra podcast with the next segment soon see you then until then my name once again is henry c uzaga and this is biafra radio post podcast with your sincerely henry c uzaga and okay welcome once again to another segment of our episode today and once again it's good evening my name is henry c uzaga and this is radio biafra with your sincerely henry c uzaga in this segment we'll be attempting to look at the still the same problems or challenges that we face where uh ai is concerned where the billionaires of the world today solving the world's problems with technology are concerned it's uh, not as if we are not that disturbed about our brother's incarceration or the challenges we face as the people of biafra where this is concerned no far from it we are still uh, resolving our issues as we should and then but we must do other aspects or parts of our programs in order for even that aspect to get the required attention that it deserves. Now, looking at what we have on the table today, we have a simple uh, discourse that's called title, it's titled Solving the World's Problems with God Tech, I mean G-O-D, God Tech. Not uh, info tech, not some other kind of tech, but God's own technology. Now, here we go. Climate change, climate change. How can you check climate change without God's guidance? It's an impossible thing to want to affect something so vast without acknowledging God and His Word. Win against climate change and so many other challenging needs, cracking into the norms called African ignorance. There's too much crime and wickedness in this continent to permit the kind of enlightenment that Bill Gates and Elon Musk have where any money is concerned. And even they are constrained in their knowledge because they're not acknowledging God as openly as they need to. As I said before, African ignorance is the vein of the next level of progress for mankind. Just as the developed world's ignorance of how to crack open the African mind for the friendship or interrelationship that will yield a new world is another problem. The developed world is ignorant in this relationship. Africa is ignorant. The opening of that chasm will free them both in God's glorious destiny. Okay, the opening of that chasm that will free them both into God's glorious destiny lies in between them. It is like a middle ground with key questions that must open your mind to a new you. Africa has faith in God, a faith you cannot convert to wealth. The West and the rest of the developed world has faith in technology. A faith it cannot convert to God's wisdom and understanding, his love. But how can Africa get into this wealth in the hands of Western powers? How does the West give Africa what it wants to give them? Technological breakthrough and development. The West needs to understand how God loves and how he wants to solve Africa's problems. Desperation kills for money. It doesn't care about about that wealth being blood money. Africa is desperate. The West must understand how to love Africa enough to give us heaven intends for it to give the freedom of enterprise has been lacking for long. Bill Gates made a mistake with his approach to make man smarter at Microsoft. Elon Musk's undoing will be Neuralink, an attempt to implant chips into the human brain to make people smarter. I mean, what else is the difference between that and the Antichrist chip said to come towards the end or the close of time? when the new world order of Satan's dominion will take over the scheme of things. These aren't how God solves his problems for us. These giving giants ought to understand how to transfer wealth and the wisdom to acquire it like the Bible prescribes. Recently, when I saw SpaceX's minor school looking spaceship in relation to what intended to dominate the Earth, as it made its way around it in pursuit of the International Space Station, I believe, I realized how small mighty Elon must be in the affairs of the Almighty The spaceship was so small in contrast to the Earth. The way to transfer wisdom and knowledge for overcoming global warming and the climate change issues that seem to worry Bill Gates night and day is to acknowledge God. He's probably got an answer that Mr. Gates is yet to know about. Bill Gates needs to know, Bill Gates needs to get to the point where we are at these days. It's a place where we are constantly and consistently talking about God and acknowledging Him because of our challenges. Bill Gates represents the rich giving world. We are Africa. We are Biafra. We are Israel. We have so many problems that we cannot help but acknowledge God every day. He is bigger than our problems. That's why the earth is gigantic in relationship to Elon Musk's Falcon 9 rocket. The problem of the right up today is how to solve everybody's problems. Give Bill Gates freedom from crime, climate change in Africa what she deserves the freedom to pursue economic enterprise at the speed and pace possible for the world Mr. Gates, Elon Musk and the new chief of the money man, Jeff Bezos, are a part of. We can get to our own respective paradises on earth quicker that way. Transferring wealth does not have to come through anything else than wisdom, heavenly wisdom. I've said it again. It doesn't have to come from the manipulation of our brains by our fellow human beings because they happen to be richer than us at the moment. Bill Gates and Elon Musk, who happen to be the culprits at the moment, need to note this. There are different forms of slavery. You may not realize it, but you may be enslaving people or being gradually led into doing that without your knowing. You want to give, We realize it. You have good hearts or you wouldn't be solving problems at the level you're engaged in doing so. Africa acknowledges that. The problems of Africa today, if solved, will ca- quickly carry us to the next stage of human development. This is my second time of saying this. And the next stage of human development is possibly paradise on earth. Africa needs trust to break through into prosperity. There's no love anywhere in eternity without trust. How can we say we know God if we cannot trust in his goodness? The developed world does not trust us because of our desperation. Too desperate to not be poor. And the cycle, okay, Sorry, the developed world does not trust us because of our desperation. We are too poor to not be desperate. Too desperate to not be poor and the cycle continues. Now we come to that center I mentioned earlier. Who can we trust? Asks Africa. Who can we trust? Asks the developed world. Should we trust people who could murder us in cold blood for money? Ask the West. Should we trust people who want to enslave us? Ask Africa a compromise? Remember, it's a middle ground with key questions that must open your minds when new you. Yes, middle ground where both sides yield to goodness. Goodness is a fruit of the Spirit of God. Some people poison others before they loan them money in Africa. That new neo-slavery. That isn't what the middle ground or center point is for. The middle ground is for both sides to trust God so that each can take what they came for. For Africa, wealth and prosperity the developed world, freedom from climate change and pandemics. You can see the futility then of trying to solve the problem without acknowledging God like we in Africa do. He has the answer to the next high and fast selling product or service. He has the answer to the next stage of human development because he has the answer to our problems. As I said before, we are Africa, we are Biafra and Biafra is Israel. Shalom. Yeah, the last segment of our podcast today is um, uh, titled uh, Sabah School of Biafra Studies. Let me, permit me to introduce you to Sabah School of Biafra Studies. We came up with an idea of uh, an educational system where the reorientation of members of the community called the Biafra populace will be taught about how to begin a new life through christ and uh, yes within the new nation called biafra and uh, it's something that has been in the minds of uh, a lot of people for a long time so that is the basically the concept or how this uh, sabbath school was conceptualized the sabbath school is an arm of the church of Biafra and would be the arm or should should, yeah would be the tool or the structure through which we will reorientate our minds and prepare ourselves for the great future that being part of god's kingdom will be the kingdom of israel which is who dwells in Canaan land or the promised land Now, the Sabbath School of Biafra Studies is going to look at different aspects of our education. We hope to start with what is called the spiritual development of man, because without the spirit, the physical cannot come to be. We cannot develop with our plants. So in developing our Biafra development plan, sorry, the Biafra development plan came up as a need to develop with plants on ground. Now, we cannot implement any plan without teaching people what to do with the said plants. The Bible tells us to write division down that he that it might run with it. But for some of us whose minds are that cluttered up, they can only be running with division if we understand what division means. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sabbath School of Biafra Studies. In this episode, I'll briefly introduce you to an upcoming literary work of mine titled Growing Onto Maturity. This work is necessary for our growth. Before the physical must come, the spiritual, like I said before, and that's how progress is made in our world. The baseline here is that I am going to work at getting compatriots of mine into what it will take to succeed in Biafra. That is you, what it will take for you to succeed in Biafra. So join me next time out for a must know when it comes to understanding how to succeed in not only our Biafra, our Unpromised Land, but also in other parts of the world where human beings dwell. The Christian faith is the key. Knowledge is the key, sorry, knowledge is power and learning is the key. And we have that key today through our faith in God. Welcome once again to the school, Sabbath School of Biafra Studies, Shalom.